Y Group invites all AEC industry leaders to the 2024 AEC Small Business and Entrepreneurship Forum, the premier event for small firms in the AEC sector. Experience innovative strategies and insights on May 21st, crafted by Zweig Group's industry experts. Engage in keynotes and interactive sessions focused on recruitment, retention, and business growth. Join Zweig Group for this unique networking opportunity and take your business to new heights. Secure your spot today and be part of the AEC industry's future. Visit ZweigGroup.com for more information. The Zweig Group team looks forward to welcoming you. You're listening to a special edition Zweig Letter Podcast, putting architectural, engineering, planning, and environmental consulting guru, Mark Zweig, and his team of experts, Straight Talk, in your ear. Mark has more than 30 years of experience helping AEP and environmental firms thrive, and these podcasts deliver his invaluable management, industry, client, and HR advice directly to you, free of charge. The Zweig Letter and the Zweig Letter Podcasts let you develop professionally wherever you are. Hey folks, it's Randy Wilburn here again with Zweig Group and the final session, session number six of Becoming a Better Recruiter. Wow, I can't believe we are already here. We started this um, odyssey at, at the end of the summer and now here we are almost moving in we're in the fall and almost moving into winter uh with the end of this session um session number six really excited so why don't we um go ahead and get started right away with this uh this last uh episode or webinar of becoming a better recruiter I just want to tell you a little bit about Zweig group uh we've been in business since 1988 uh, we were recently rebranded as uh, from Zweig White to Zweig Group in about 2014, I think. Um, we, we are a management consulting and publishing firm which focuses solely in the architecture, engineering, planning, environmental consulting, and construction industry space exclusively. Uh, we come from your industry, so generally our advice is, is, um, is geared towards you specifically. Uh, we've three times been named to the Inc. 500, 5,000 list of fastest growing privately held firms, which we're certainly proud of. And, and I think that uh, if nothing else, it just speaks to the fact that we don't just talk about this, but we actually put it into practice in our own business and have been successful, successful because of that. Um, we're, we are here to make you more successful. That is our goal, period, end of story. That's been our mission statement since day one. Um, and that's where we stand right now. Our goal both as in, both is to help you both as an individual as well as to help your company succeed and grow. So today I want to talk a little bit about um, social media and mobile access to your firm before and after the hire. Um, one of the things that we you know, we, we look at this whole social media, uh, social media um, and social mobility, and we talk about it and, you know, what it means to be on Facebook and Twitter and uh, Snapchat, which is the latest, greatest thing, uh, Instagram, Pinterest. I mean, all of these portals um, that are out there and are and are accessible to you have viability uh, in terms of the way that you do your work on a daily basis. 
Um, and so we want to kind of talk a little bit about that and how, as a firm, you can can get a handle on this whole social media space and, you know, mobile recruiting and how you set yourself up for success in that area. Um, so the first thing we want to talk about, and I've, I've kind of created this particular uh, webinar a little differently because I've got several steps uh, and points that I want to make with regard to the whole social media and mobile recruiting. Um, the first point is simply that, um, number one, you want to use social media to share jobs and engage potential candidates. Now, the idea here with social media is that, and, you know, the statistic there on that screen is that 74% of all Internet users have at least one active social media account. Um, you've got to figure out a way to share information about your firm to the world. You want to export your firm's culture via social media. Some firms out there are doing a great job of it. Some firms have kind of like dipped their toe into the water a little bit, but haven't fully committed to the endeavor of social media as it pertains to their business. And other firms are literally sitting on the sidelines doing absolutely nothing. And I really want to encourage you, if nothing else, is that you you decide if you are, are one of those firms that has done nothing or had created some plans and are, are surrounded around social media but have never really put them into action because you're just so busy. Um, I get it. I totally understand it. I'm not telling you to go out and hire um, a brand or social media strategist tomorrow, but I am telling you to start really thinking long and hard about your company's brand, the image that you want to convey, and how you're going to get that information out there. Um, if you're not intentional in this area, you will fail. Take my word for it. Uh, and so we really want to encourage every firm that's watching this and every individual that's you know, taking part in this Becoming a Better Recruiter webinar series to understand that this is one component, one tool in your tool belt that you need to make sure is active and make sure is online, no pun intended, and to make sure that you're constantly priming the pump in terms of sharing information, being transparent about your organization, and letting people know what makes your firm great. Um, it's, it is such uh, an opportunity for your firm to get out in front of things when it comes to the firm your reputation, when it comes to brand awareness about your company and what makes you special. Uh, and and the, people see this. They're, they're looking at these videos. They're looking at these postings on face, Facebook. Maybe they have it on your Facebook fan page. I mean, you've got to think about how people come to want to know more about your firm, especially when it comes from comes to the hiring perspective. So really want to encourage you to be thinking long and hard about that and ways that you can make sure that that your firm has more than just a Twitter account or a Facebook page or a Instagram account that you are actively using these and that you have figured out the best ways to communicate the brand, your company brand, to the world, uh, not just to people that you want to ultimately do business with, but also to people that may be looking for a place to hang their hat from an employment perspective. So I really want to encourage you to really start thinking about that and take stock of what you're currently doing um, from a social media perspective. 
Um, this is another great statistic that I found is that more than 30 million U.S. citizens now access the Internet exclusively from mobile. That's huge. Everybody is using their phone. I carry this thing around with me all the time. Um, the bottom line is that uh, this is something that I can't live without. I, I, and I'll be honest with you. Um, I can go without my laptop. I can go without my iPad but I can't go without my phone. And that's kind of how we all are nowadays. And I know that's kind of sad to say, but um, it is what it is. And you have to embrace society for where we are with regard to communication and to this technology that's out there. Um, so I really want you to be thinking long and hard about that, that no longer are you trying to capture eyes on a desktop computer like the one that I'm on right now doing this seminar. No longer are you trying to capture eyes through uh, a video or, or, or commercial or something like that, but you're, you're, you are trying to reach people wherever they are, maybe sitting in the waiting room at the doctor's office, uh, maybe, you know, sitting in the line at lunch, uh, maybe, you know, going from one class to another if it's an entry level person. You know, the reality is, is that you've got to be where people are. And it's just it's it's not there's it isn't any simpler than that. One of the statistics that I want to share with you specifically as it pertains to um, social media and, and the like is that uh, we have a Zui group recruitment and retention survey. Uh, and this is from the 2016 um, version of that survey. And one of the things that we found out is that LinkedIn is the most popular recruiting site with 71% of respondents reporting that they use it. So, I mean, you know, as recruiters, we find a lot of people on LinkedIn. Obviously, we also find people on company websites. We call up firms. There's a lot of ways that people recruit. But um, the first, the mo most important thing is to recognize where are most of these individuals. And 71% uh, of the people that responded to the 2016 Y Group Recruitment and Retention Survey, um, you say that that is the most popular uh, recruiting site that they use and that uh, that they are involved with it and that they are actually on it themselves. That's a huge statistic when you look at the, how big the design industry is as a whole. So um, it's just something to think about as as we move forward. And we'll have a few more uh, quotes and statistics from this Zui Group Recruitment and Retention Survey. Uh, if any of you, by the way, um, happen to watch this webinar in its entirety um, and you want to take advantage of uh, this particular survey, uh, just email me uh, and we will give you special pricing uh, for this survey so that you can um, you can uh, take take advantage of having this material for your organization as well. So just send me an email and I'll include that information at the end of this webinar. And that will probably help you out and give you some additional information to arm yourself with as you make plans to budget for social media and mobile recruiting. And, and also just as you make plans uh, from an HR perspective when it comes to hiring and understanding um, the different ways that you're going to find people and, and what are the tools and methods that your peer firms are using in the industry for recruitment and retention. The next uh, thing is that indeed, Craigslist.org, Facebook, and Twitter were other online outlets used by firms. 
So it's not just LinkedIn. I mean, there's so much, there's so many other programs out there. There's so many other websites out there that people can uh, take part in. And so these are just a list of a few of them that we found out about, obviously through, we, we, we knew about these, these um, websites, but obviously we got further confirmation um, through the survey that these are indeed um, uh, websites that people are using um, to help them with the recruitment process. So number two, uh, and in, in, in terms of leveraging social media and mobile access, uh, and again, the idea is that this is both before the hire and after the hire. Um, you want to be able to leverage that. The second thing you might want to do is make it easy to apply for jobs using a mobile device. Uh, Career Builder did a study on candidate behavior that says that 65% of job seekers said they will leave a website if it's not mobile optimized. I don't know about you, but I've been on sites where I've had to turn my phone one way and the other way to orient things. And, and for whatever reason, it just never quite worked out perfectly. And, you know, you get kind of frustrated having to scroll back and forth on, on, on your phone because the website is not mobile optimized. Now, some of you may be saying, Randy, what does that really mean? And the bottom line is that nowadays, web developers create websites that are perfectly created to show up on a device like this. And then they also create a version that would show up on your computer, on your laptop, or on your desktop. Then they'll even create a device that will show up on your Apple Watch. Um, they'll, they'll create uh, images that can show up on your iPad uh, and show up proportionally when you're using that device. So uh, what it means to be mobily optimized or mobile responsive website is a website that adjusts to whatever device the end user who's on your site is using. And I can tell you right now, I've been to a lot of um, websites of design firms throughout the industry across the country, and not all of them are mobile optimized. Most people don't spend a lot of time on those websites because it's just really hard to navigate, especially when you're on a mobile device. So I really want to encourage you uh, to talk to your webmaster and say, hey, is my website mobile optimized? And if so, great. Um, the next thing is to think about, you know, is the job application process on your site uh, through your applicant tracking system, if you're using one, is that mobile optimized? And if not, you probably need to talk to your ATS supplier, uh, which is an applicant um, tracking system, uh, to have them help you out with that uh, and have them walk you through ways to improve the user experience. Um, I mean, there are people that that's all their job is, is to improve user experience at some of these tech firms and some of these app firms. And so you want to make sure that anybody coming to your website, it, whether they want to find out about your company for, for the purposes of doing business with them or whether they want to find out about your company because they ultimately want to work there, you want to make sure that they don't bounce off of your site because it's not properly optimized. And making sure that your site is mobile, mobile optimized and can be used on a mobile device is huge. Uh, and it's one, one of the first things that I would certainly take a look at. You can test it out yourself. You can ask others to test it out just to make sure that you're able um, to reach every audience that you hopefully want to reach uh, with your website for a variety of reasons, both to gain work as well as to gain ultimately new employees. 
Um, you know, the other thing that I wanted to point out is that everybody has one of these phones nowadays. Even my mother, who's in her early 70s, has finally succumbed to the smartphone. I personally couldn't believe it when she called me and told me, and then I actually believed it when she first sent me a text, because of course, you know, when your parents send you a text, you know, their misspellings and all this other stuff, just because they're getting used to the technology, but she's a pro now, and I have to say that if, if, if a 70-plus-year-old mom or grandmother or grandfather or father can use a smartphone and use it for a variety of reasons, you better believe that this next generation of um, engineers and architects that are coming into the industry obviously know their way backwards and forwards on these phones. They can program them. They can create programs to use to, to get the most out of the phone. There are a million different things that these individuals are able to do with these, these phones. And as I say, I write most of my articles on my phone. Um, obviously, I correspond with clients. I correspond with potential candidates that I might be recruiting. Um, there's pretty much nothing I can't do on this device. And so when you think of it from that perspective, you want to re remove the hurdles that someone would have to take to have an interaction with your firm online. And the biggest hurdle is to make sure that your, your site is socially uh, social me for, from a social media perspective is mobily optimized. So something to think about. There was a recent LinkedIn survey done not too long ago that said that 59% of candidates are using mobile phones to search for jobs, uh, job openings, and 52% are using these digital de devices to apply. So just put yourself uh, into the shoes of someone that might be applying for a job on your website. And this is just a quick poll for everybody. Take a second to hear, to think about um, whether your site is set up to be able to, A, first of all, allow someone to search your site for all your job openings that are currently available. And number two, are they then able, if they see a position that they're interested in, um, uh, filling out a, a, a application for, are they able to apply online or does it require them to go back to a desktop computer and then apply? You know, this is, I mean, something, it seems so basic uh, when you talk about it and when you say it out loud, but I would say most firms are not set up um, to allow individuals to be able to apply online on, on right on their phone. A lot of reasons come up. One is, well, Randy, you know, our application process is a bit long. You know, it's a two or three page uh, application. Uh, my advice would be is to figure out ways to streamline your paper application as well as your online application and have the two mirror each other. Um, the simpler you can make the application, the better. Remember, you're just trying to get enough information to determine how you're going to move forward and to determine if this is someone that you're even remotely interested in pursuing. Um, so it's it's incumbent upon you uh, to make that part of the process as smooth as, as possible and also so that it's not long and drawn out because as much as it's great that we have these phones that we can use and access stuff with, we don't want to necessarily be typing on them for forever and a day. And if you make it hard for people, they'll just move and go to the next option uh, or next site because uh, your site is not set up properly. So uh, that's just some great information. Let's look at uh, the third thing. 
Um, you want to develop a database to connect with candidates, even when openings do not exist. Um, you shouldn't wait for an open job requisition before you start sourcing for candidates. Engage early and often. This is where social media comes into play. Um, it may be that you're, you know, you're currently using, um, uh, you're currently using uh, Excel as a spreadsheet to keep track of potential candidates that you want to hire in the future, or maybe different hiring managers in your group are um, uh, keeping a, a tickler file or a list with an, an, an office admin of potential candidates, or maybe they're just keeping business cards, you know, old school. And just keeping business cards in their desk of individuals that they've run into, uh, you know how this goes. You go to a planning meeting um, where there are a number of firms represented. You meet that bright young engineer or architect, and he or she just really blows you away by the soft skills that they represent in that meeting, their ability to communicate effectively. And you're just thinking to yourself, man, I would love to hire this person. Well, maybe now is not the right time. Maybe your firm is currently working on a project with their firm. So you have this unspoken hands off rule. Uh, regardless, you should stay in contact with that individual. Connect with them on LinkedIn if you can. Follow them on Twitter. Um, connect with them on Facebook if that's an option. Um, I can't tell you the number of hires that Mark Zweig has made based on Facebook connections. Um, you need to be able to use every tool at your disposal and not just think that, well, if they don't come through the website, we really can't pursue or talk with them. That is certainly not the case. And I want to encourage you today, if you do nothing else, that you really take time to build a database of everyone that you come in contact with that you think would be viable to work at your firm. Some of this stuff could be long term, but trust me when I say it, with the way technology is nowadays, with the way you can stay in touch with somebody from a social media perspective, um, you know, even if it does take a year or two, you know, you just engaging with somebody on a, on a regular basis makes that conversation that much easier when another need arises in your department or in your group and you know about that young, you know, up and coming uh, engineer or architect that you want to hire and you've been staying in contact with him or her via social media, it's so much easier to reach out to them. So there are all kinds of programs out there that will help you keep track of the people that you're connecting with. But I mean, a simple database will do. You can use an Excel spreadsheet. You can use Evernote. Um, if some of you don't know what Evernote is, I'll put a link to Evernote at the end of the um, at the end of this presentation. I've got a special link that I'm going to share with you that will have uh, a website page that you can go to and get a ton of information based on what we've shared in the last six episodes of this Becoming a Better Recruiter webinar series. Again, this is episode number six. So this is our final one. Uh, but I certainly want to encourage you uh, to take this information and utilize it. Don't just hear it and then let it go in one ear and out the other. Actually utilize this information because it will uh, help you and it will help your organization. The other thing you want to do in terms of leveraging social media and mobile access to your firm before and after the hire is to create a YouTube channel for information for employees. This is huge. And this is something that we don't see a lot of firms in the design space do. And I'm kind of surprised, to be honest with you, because so many of us are actually very creative. I mean, engineers are engineers, and I understand that. 
and they're very detailed. Architects are very creative. Um, some are very artistic. And I'm really surprised as I see and hear the stories about some of your amazing firms that you're not telling these stories more often uh, in a setting where you can capture that information on film uh, and then upload it to your YouTube channel. I mean, folks, you don't need to buy an expensive camera to do this. Uh, my new iPhone 7 actually shoots in 4K. It doesn't get any better than this. The, the, the video that I can shoot with this can rival a lot of the DSLRs that are out there. So don't use the excuse, well, we don't have the materials. If you've got a really good phone on you, even the iPhone 6s do really well. Um, I mean, you've got 12 and 15 megapixel cameras, 4K video cameras. There's really no excuse for you not to be able to um, shoot short videos that capture the essence of what it's like to work at your firm. Uh, and again, these can be used for a, a multitude of purposes. Um, just again, you can create videos on firm culture. Uh, you can highlight some of the different things that your organization is doing. You can talk about some of the causes uh, that really resonate with your employees and each one of them has a story to tell. Um, you can talk about obviously interesting projects that you're working on. Um, you know, I've used this um, quote over and over again. A lot of people know me for this quote, but it's a pitiful frog that doesn't praise his own pond. Make videos about your company and about what you guys are doing. YouTube, quietly as it's kept, is the biggest search engine out there. YouTube, the YouTube search engine is bigger than the actual Google search um, search engine. So keep that in mind. Uh, when you're you're out there wondering, well, how come nobody's talking about our firm or talking about us? You got to get out there. You got to start putting some videos out there. You got to start putting some information out there that would really resonate with folks. And no, you don't have to be Steven Spielberg or Ron Howard. You're not creating a Hollywood production. Yes, I do understand that there are certain things. Maybe if you want to create a brochure for the company, a video brochure, and you want to talk about the company, you may want to hire an outside firm to come in and do videos for you guys. But but when you're talking about just basic interactions, I take videos of my colleagues. We'll take videos of different things that we do here in the office. Um, and certainly we are encouraging our clients and we're encouraging those of you that are participating in this webinar to think about ways that you could leverage videos and YouTube to the advantage of your company. Um, another way to do it is obviously for your marketing and business development efforts. Um, you can create marketing and business development video brochures, uh, talking about all the things that you did and all the things that you guys are continuing to do. And, and if you want, you can feature jobs, uh, via video. Maybe you create, maybe you're, you're a big enough firm where, where you have a number of needs. You could create a jobs channel in your YouTube channel just to highlight all the different jobs that you have available. So each time you get a new job, and this is just a free example, uh, you could have the HR manager or someone with really a, a really good amount of charisma and personality to um, to actually do the video for you, but talk about, hey, you know, come on down to XYZ engineering or XYZ architecture. Uh, we just have a brand new position open. We've got a project engineer role open uh, and we're looking for someone with two to five years of experience. You can come here to sunny and I'll just fill in the blank Austin, Texas and uh, really do well at XYZ firm. Uh, we'd love to hear more from you. 
you can respond in the comments. You can also email us by visiting, fill in your email address and all that other stuff. But the bottom line is you can um, share that information uh, via video and encourage participation by people that may not normally find out about you, but because of a certain job search that they're doing, and if they do it in Google and they type in certain keywords, right, keywords attributable like engineer, uh, maybe a specific city location, uh, maybe a specific role or title, when they put that information in and they, and they pump it up, if you are in there and you have put your video in there and tagged it properly and put the proper keywords in, you're going to come up when these individuals do their search. And so in addition to them maybe going to Indeed and filling out an application or going to Monster or some other site, uh, when they're doing their basic Google search, because this is where people start for all searches, they go to Google, then they, you know, that's where you, that's where you will, um, you will be able to benefit because when they do the search, whether it's a short or long-term keyword, uh, long-tail keyword, you're going to be able to generate some interest from these individuals because they're going to be like, oh, man, this firm's got a really cool video about a position that I'm actually looking for. I need to contact them and reach out to their HR person. Um, so it's just something that we say, you know, it's, it's kind of like the low-hanging fruit. It's, it's something that if you do it right, um, you can set it and forget it. And of course, those videos, you can swap them out. You can take one down. You can make it private so that nobody else sees it. Uh, if you have if, if it's run its useful life, uh, there are a lot of options that you have with regard to um, utilizing these videos for the purpose of growing your firm um, from a branding perspective when it comes to social media and uh, mobile recruiting. Um, so. Again, YouTube has over a billion users. Okay, there's almost seven billion people in the world. One out of every seven people in the world you are on YouTube. So one third of all the people on the internet watch hundreds of millions of hours of YouTube video. And you know, just to put it in perspective, Snapchat has almost, and a lot of you are like, well, what is Snapchat? Some of you know what Snapchat is. Some of you know about Snapchat because your kids use it. And it's, <coughs> excuse me, it's a social media site that creates videos that only last for a short period of time and then they evaporate. Um, but the bottom line is that everybody's using them. First, now there's the younger set, the Generation Z, the millennials are using Snapchat. And then uh, old other generations, my generation and some beyond my years are starting to now use Snapchat. And, you know, before you know it, when you start to see 55 and 60 year old people using Snapchat, and you haven't gotten involved with it, chances are you may have missed the boat. But we're still trying to work out the different ways that you could uh, apply your firm or your brand to Snapchat. Uh, we're trying it here at Zui Group, and uh, we're having some success with it. Uh, and it's just another medium that you can consider. And again, remember this, every medium is not for every firm. I'm not suggesting that all of you go out and create all these different accounts with all these different social media um, uh, programs. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is figure out who the audience is that you're trying to attract, both on the business development side as well as on the recruiting side. Figure out where they are and go there. If you find out that most of your people are in Facebook or on YouTube or, in, or on Instagram, or whatever, then that's where you need to go. 
Uh, I'm just giving you an example of different ways that you can utilize this information. So YouTube is a great resource and a great way uh, for you to continue to get the word out about your firm. And it, it works while you sleep, which is great. I mean, that's that is that's the beauty of it. It does work while you sleep while, while you sleep. So keep that in mind as well. Now, number five, you want to kind of create just-in-time resource guides for employees. Um, Microlearning is the new thing nowadays, and it gives new hires uh, resources to refer to during and after the onboarding process. HR folks out there, this will make your life much easier. These just-in-time resources can include FAQs about the company, uh, an industry glossary, uh, employee benefits, um, et cetera. It doesn't matter. You can do a number of different things with these. And obviously these resources can be either video or written uh, resources, but I would certainly utilize video and or audio uh, to record some of this stuff and walk them through it. Wouldn't it be great uh, to have the head of HR do an FAQ or some of the leadership, some of the principals introduce themselves and say, hey, I'm Bob. I'm the COO here at uh, XYZ um, um, uh, uh, Engineering, and uh, we're so glad to have you join us. I want to talk to you today about fill in the blank topic. And then Bob talks about that topic and then they go on to Sue and Sue is the chief marketer of the company and um, she's the CMO and she introduces herself and talks about something else and, and you keep going on from there. Once you've recorded these, you have them. And the only time that you ever have to change them is if you have to make changes within your organization or you change some of the benefits or other um, programs that apply specifically to people that you're onboarding or bringing on as new employees. Uh, if that's not the case, then, you know, you could create something like this and it could be good for one to two years unless you know, maybe somebody that was on the recording is no longer at the firm and that would be a little awkward. So if Bob leaves for greener pastures or for whatever reason, um, you can obviously remove Bob and add somebody else to the process. So um, you certainly want to create some just in time resource guides for employees. I mean, micro learning is huge. Uh, if you look at all of these different uh, programs that are out there, that's why LinkedIn bought Linda. Uh, dot com. Uh, if you look at uh, Udemy and all these other online training programs, there's so much information available. And there's, you know, there's no excuse nowadays for people not to learn new skills. And that's what I'm always telling people uh, when they tell me they've kind of hit a rut with their job and, and they, they are not moving forward. They're hitting a ceiling. And a lot of times it's because they haven't taken the time to expand the, themselves and expand their horizons uh, and to gain some more skills. And so um, that's the same process here that I'm describing is that you want to um, you want to encourage that within your organization and you want to show your employees how you're using this information. Um, so that they can take advantage of it as well. Uh, a lot of your people are going to already know about this and know how to use it to their, to their advantage, but a lot of them will not. And so you need to be fully aware of that and figure out how you address those issues uh, when the time comes. Now, number six, you want to try, when possible, to schedule interview sessions with senior leadership and subject matter experts. Um, and I love this aspect of it. And examples of this can be found in the Life Hacker series, How I Work, and Reddit's Ask Me Anything. Everybody's heard of AMAs, or at least 
certain demographics have heard of AMAs where like uh, an individual or a, a, a movie star that's about to be in a new movie will do a Reddit Ask Me Anything uh, and they will go online and for 30 minutes people can log in and ask them anything. Um, it can be a lot of fun. It can be interesting. So uh, you can have the CEO of your company or another leader do an AMA with the employees. Maybe you guys do it through a brown bag lunch and you record it and then you have that memorialized so that you can share it with other people down the road. This is what you want to do to share this information. The other thing that you could do is how I work, which is which uh, where, where, you know, maybe the different. Uh, team leaders or department managers talk about their department and how they do what they do, the people that work with them, the types of individuals that they're looking for to work in their in their particular department. These are all things that can be done um, with through interview sessions with senior leadership uh, and other subject matter experts within your firm. Um, and, and, and in addition to these interviews, you'll be able to create residual materials that can be used with new employees to share insights on the firm. That's huge. Uh, you want to figure out ways to spread your firm's culture, and it's not going to be just about you pounding the desk and talking about why you guys are so great. You want to let your people do the talking. Why, you know, why is your firm awesome? Why is it great to work here? What's it like when people take vacation or PTO or sick time? Or what's it, what kind of holidays do we get? anything, you name it. Uh, there are so many creative ways to tell the story of your company, and most of you guys out there are not utilizing the technology that's available for you to be able to do this and do it rather inexpensively. Again, I am not suggesting that you go out and hire a full-fledged video production crew. You may want to for certain, uh, certain um, items that you want to create, but for others, if it's going to be in-house stuff, Look, this phone that I have next to me, it does just about anything I wanted to do from a video perspective. So I kind of got everything that I need. And there's even some creative ways to attach a mic to your iPhone, a lavalier, uh, the kind of mic that you hold, a handheld mic. It doesn't matter. You could put a boom mic. You could connect a boom mic to an iPhone. There's a lot of um, what I call trick creation when it comes to videos that you can uh, institute and be successful with it. And, and actually, and it actually looks presentable and it looks like something that you'll be proud of. Um, these are just some of the things that I, I would encourage you to consider. Um, the next thing is that number seven, I, with recently hired people can learn your company history through a scavenger hunt or other type of game that extends the company brand and corporate culture. So the scavenger hunt is kind of cool because you can do that across locations. Uh, a scavenger hunt is a really nice way for a new employee to onboard and learn more about the company, can learn more about the company history, can learn more about all the different things that the company has done to be successful and, you know, what separates them from everybody else. Because, again, I always tell firms that if your people can't describe or you know, articulate the value add that your firm brings to the table uh, and they can't do it, you know, succinctly in a short elevator pitch. Well, you've missed your mark. You've missed your opportunity to um, be able to, um, you know, expand the minds of these individuals that are working for you and working with you. And you've, you've taken away their ability um, to be able to just in a, in a moment's notice, share something tangible 
about your firm that would separate you from some of your peer competitors out there. So a, a cool thing to do, especially when onboarding new people, is to consider a scavenger hunt. Now, you can do a scavenger hunt, um, whether you could do a, an in-person one where people go around a neighborhood or a town or a community or even an office if it's big enough and do a scavenger hunt, or you can do a digital scavenger hunt. And there are several examples online about how you create a digital scavenger hunt. Now, the scavenger hunt should include information, historical information about your organization, uh, information about the people that work there, especially the leadership. Uh, scavenger hunt should, um, you know, should talk about the different services that you offer and, and, in, and then other unique information that makes you guys um, special. And again, it's important to accentuate these things so that people recognize that you guys aren't a bunch of automatons walking around, but that you are living, breathing flesh and that you guys have an interesting story to tell. A lot of firms don't do that. And I want to encourage you that after this webinar series and after you've had a chance to watch this over again and maybe listen to it on a, on a run or something like that, that you will then go ahead and start utilizing and implementing some of these ideas in your own organization and watch the change happen. Uh, highly recommend that you think about that. So here's some things that I want you guys to do back at the office. We're about to wrap up and, and it certainly has been my pleasure to, to participate in this um, Becoming a Better Recruiter series. Uh, I was just kind of thinking about that, but wow, I can't believe again, it's been six sessions, but it's been a lot of fun. So. Let's let, let's talk about this. Here's a couple of things I want. First of all, what I want you to do is uh, from a social media and mobile recruiting perspective, I want you to make sure you have a consistent recruitment message across all of your firm's social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, blog posts, Snapchat, whatever you're using. Make sure you have a consistent message. Make sure that your logo is consistent across all of those different uh, areas. Make sure that it's very abundantly clear uh, who you are and what you guys are all about. The second thing I want you to do is I want you to create some residual marketing materials that complement your recruiting process, physical and virtual brochures, um, maybe a video of employees talking about experiences, working at your firm, and uh, you can create some cool swag to share with recruits. This is another thing that firms miss out on by, by giving people a bird's eye view of what it's like to work, work at your firm. So please take the time to create some of these residual marketing materials. They will help you out tremendously. Number three, develop a clear story narrative to share with everyone that creates a consistent message about your firm and why working there is so great. If I, if you have a firm of 50 people and I talk to 50 people and I get 50 different stories about your company, well, that's not always a good thing. I would highly recommend that you get everybody on the same page, that they all understand the elevator pitch. It's just like we do here at Zweig. You know, you ask any one of us, you know, what's your mission statement or motto? We exist to make our clients both individually as well as corporately more successful. That's it, period, end of story. Uh, and we endeavor to do that in every line of business that we operate in uh, and in every product or service uh, or uh, uh, program that we offer here at Zwy Group. That is our focus. So really, make sure you have a clear narrative to share with everyone. 
now here, number four, I want you to develop a story around the prototypical perfect employee. We call it an avatar. Um, there are a couple of other different words for it, but you want it the, you want to create, um, you know, a story behind this individual. Why are, why do they succeed in your environment? What do they do? Where are they going? Promotion, opportunities, et cetera. One of the biggest things that we hear when we recruit people at Zwide is that people, candidates that we recruit tell us a lot of times why they will even remotely consider going someplace else is because they haven't been shown a clear path for promotion or shown what things could be like at their firm in three to five years. And it's really, really important that you create this information for them and help your employees understand what the possibilities are and where they can ultimately go. Because if they see a ceiling, they're gonna leave there as quickly as they can. Um, number five, you wanna find someone on staff who can manage the social media process and they can develop an editorial calendar for when you're gonna send in for not talking about just a tweet here and a tweet there casually. I'm talking about having a plan for how you disseminate information about your firm from a social media perspective. You have to have an editorial calendar and abide by it. It will keep your sanity and it will help you to do things uh, smoothly. Um, and then you also wanna really push for the development of new material to push out to the market via social media. Pull some of those new employees that you have, especially the young people in your office, about participating uh, in social media, about sharing information out. Everybody in your company should be pushing out anything that you do on social media uh, as an organization. They should be pushing it out. Again, it gets back to what I said. If you're not proud of the pond that you're in, you need to find a new pond. But if you are proud of that pond, then you need to yell to the rooftops why it's so great to work at your firm. And a lot of companies are just not doing that. They don't do, they maybe do it a little bit, but they don't do it enough. And if it's a challenge to get your people involved with it, then you may have bigger issues to deal with than that. But I can, can, I can tell you that anytime anybody in my team, anybody in my group, anybody in the company does anything amazing here at Zweig, I'm the first to share it on social media. I push it out there for everybody to see because I'm proud of where I work and I really, I genuinely enjoy the people that I work with. And so should you. Life is too short uh, to be working at a place that you really don't enjoy. And that's really a story for another day, but it just brings back the point that um, you want to make sure that all of your people are actively sharing their experience on social media uh, sometimes I can go the other way. Just ask people on Glassdoor that have really bad reviews. Um, but again, it just, you know, you have to, you have to get ahead of that and figure out ways to right the ship if you're, if your company is having problems in this area. And then finally, develop mobile optimized landing pages for all of your open positions. And this is key. Make sure that those um, those uh, landing pages can be shared. This is a huge thing that that will really help you to get the word out about all of the positions that your company has available. And I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that to you and didn't encourage you uh, to get that set up. So really want to, to encourage you to kind of go over those things and, and think about them. And again, uh, you'll have access to uh, this PowerPoint and all the information that we're sharing with you. Uh, even after this um, webinar. So uh, it's not like it's going to go away anytime soon. 
So if you have any Q&A or questions, I'll be more than happy to answer any questions that you have. Uh, it was kind of cool that we were actually able to do this live today because we've had some uh, DSL or cable issues in the past, and I think they've been fixed. Uh, you can also post your questions online on, on Twitter using the hashtags, hashtags wide group or hashtag BBR webinar, and we will respond to all questions. So let us know what questions you have, and, and we'll, we'll get back to you right away and, uh, and answer those questions. And, of course, uh, you'll be able to access me as well with that. I've created a tip sheet for you. This is the website that you can go to. It's just bit.ly forward slash ZGBBR tips. Stands for Zwei Group Becoming a Better Recruiter Tips. Uh, and you can get that. That's a, that's a site that I created. Uh, you can go to it and that page will consistent, continuously be updated. I will not take it down. So that's something that you will have access to. Um, and then, of course, I would love it if you would take part in this employer survey that we're doing. Uh, it's just for some new information uh, in terms of changes in the marketplace uh, with regard to how we hire people, um, and especially for firms out there that use contract labor. I'd love to hear from you, but if you could just take part in this short employer survey, we've got a free gift for you if you complete that. So I want to thank you uh, in advance for doing that. And then up next, <clears throat> this is very important. The Becoming a Better Recruiter webinar series was free, F-R-E-E. -E. Each episode was free. The first one, the second one, third one, fourth one, fifth one, sixth one. Now, if you've completed any or all of these BBR sessions, please reach out to learn how you can get your continuing education units for completing these webinars. There is a fee involved with the CEUs, but let's face it, all of us could use some extra CEUs, and the total number of CEUs available for participation in BBR is six. So if you did all six hours, you could get up to six uh, CEUs for participation uh, in the Becoming a Better Recruiter webinar series. But please, please email me rwilburn at zweiggroup.com and I'll get back to you right away and I'll send you the instructions on what to do next and we'll be more than happy to take care of you, get you your diploma and make sure that you get your continuing education units for, for participating in, uh, in this webinar or any of the other webinars that you participated in. So I really want to thank you. And then just as a reminder, this was what we went over. We did recruiting and hiring the best talent. That's an overview. We did recruiting relationships and marketing. Uh, we did uh, making your firm a great place to work. Uh, we did a se session on knowing your numbers, recruiting key performance indicators. Uh, we did a session on successful interviews and even better offers. And we did social media and mobile recruiting, which is today. So uh, we've covered all six areas that we're going to cover in this session. There's more information that's available. Um, and just so you know, Becoming a Better Recruiter is available as a one-day seminar at your firm. If you want to bring um, us in to do that, we'll be more than happy to make arrangements. We do a, a ton of in-house seminars throughout the year. Uh, it is certainly um, something that is available to any and everyone that wants to participate in this. Uh, and even if a couple of firms want to come together and uh, piggyback on the cost, that's that's an option, too. Although it's always better 
if we do it one-on-one -on -one because then that way if I come, I can work together with you guys and kind of work on a strategy and a plan. And by the time I leave and head to the airport, um, you know, you will be able to, um, you know, we'll be able to get you guys set off on the right path. So really excited about that. And um, finally, you can continue this discussion. I want to thank you guys so much um, for, for coming back each time and, and participating in the Becoming a Better Recruiter webinar series. You can continue the discussion about recruitment and retention online. Uh, you can use the hashtags BBRWebinar and hashtag Zweig Group. We will respond to anything posted on social media on this topic. Uh, again, I'm your presenter, uh, Randy Wilburn. I'm the director of executive search here at Zwy Group. Uh, my number's there. Uh, you can reach me anytime on that number. Uh, you can always reach me via email at rwilburn at zweiggroup.com. And you can check us out. Um, uh, you can reach us on, um, on Twitter. Reach me on Twitter at Randy Wilburn or at Zwy Group. Um, you can like us on Facebook. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. But again, I really appreciate you guys taking part in this. And um, I want to thank you um, for, you know, doing these six sessions for becoming a better recruiter. And if this is your first session, go back and take the other five. Trust me, you will be richly rewarded by spending those five hours doing it. Um, and also these are available on iTunes as a podcast. So you can go to iTunes to the Zweig Letter podcast and download the Becoming a Better Recruiter webinar series on iTunes. This will allow you to, you know, kind of take this with you and listen to it in the car, give you some additional ideas or information and insight. I don't know about you, but I like to hear things over a couple of times before it fully takes. So hope you've enjoyed this. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to this special edition Zweig Letter podcast. We hope that you can apply Mark's no-holds-barred advice to your daily professional life. For a free six-week subscription of the Zweig Letter, please visit freetzl.zweiggroup.com to gain more wisdom and inspiration, in addition to information about leadership, finance, HR, and marketing your firm. Subscribe today.